What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. Okay, well, you just ruined the new the new uh, segment we were going to have. I was going to do the whole, let's crack them open at the same time. Oh, let's, oh, okay, no. Let's do a beer. Yeah, I'll, I'll fake mine. You do yours right in the microphone. All right, here it goes. Ready? One, two, three. I bet that sounds really good. Yeah, I bet it does. That was amazing. All right. So, uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Josh, uh, with the introduction. This is this is Chris Vaughn. I'm also uh, a host of this podcast. So, we, uh, we, <clears throat> we came up with a new little bit idea. Uh, this podcast is now brought to you by Taxman Brewing Company. Uh, One and only, baby. I'm just kidding. It's Barsville, Indiana. <laughs> but maybe if we say it. You know, maybe it'll, it'll come ca- true. It'll come true. <laughs> we'll just act like we have sponsors. If and you then dream, <laughs> it, you fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> if you dream it, you can do it. So we are uh, drinking. We're going to do this new thing. We're we're going to drink a beer um, in the episode, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Similar to the um, Barstool Sports. Have you ever seen his pizza reviews? Thing? Oh yeah, one. You know the rules. One bite. You know the rules. One bite. <laughs> then he eats a whole piece. Yeah. <laughs> That guy's uh, hilarious. Dave, El, is it El Presidente? Yeah, what's his name? Dave Pitnoy or something? Uh, or? Portnoy. Portnoy, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty funny. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. So we're drinking. Uh, this is from Taxman Brewing Company in Bargersville, Indiana. Hashtag drink it local. That's uh, right. This is a berry ratio. So all of their beers have like, uh, it's called Taxman, as I said. So all of their beers have like puns regarding like, Financial tax terms. codes, fine. <laughs> yeah, ta- tax codes, financial terms. Like, there's the gold standard is one of their other ones. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, um, I mean, there's the a, other ones. There's a bunch. There's ev- tax evasion. Yes. Yeah. Um, exemption. Exemption. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch. Of bunch them. of them. So this one is the Berry Ratio, which is a Belgian style double ale with berries. So it's got a purple can on it and a nice. Uh, skull there with a top hat. Yeah, and Taxman happens to be my favorite brewery. Um, they're out of Bargersville, Indiana. And another thing about them, um, they're all Belgian style beers. So all of their beers are. Yeah, it's a Belgian style brewery. Ooh. So if you like Belgian beers and you're local to the to the Indy area, they have um, their main brewery is in Bargersville, but they also have a place downtown now, and then they have a place in Fortville. Indiana so and the guys that started it I think it was a couple actually they were accountants for Cummins so Mm. that's the kind of the story behind that I thought maybe we would even read like a little description of what a what a Belgian style beer is because I don't know a lot about beer I like it but Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about it so I thought maybe uh, be a little educational here Go ahead, Chris. So a Belgian beer is a cloudy pale beer that is brewed with some unmalted wheat along with the regular malted barley, giving this beer its characteristic weedy flavor and thick, creamy texture. They are traditionally flavored with a coriander and orange peel. And, well, that's this is that's specific to a Belgian white. Um, so, yeah, that's the general description, I think, is like a creamy, weedy taste. <laughs> Can I be honest, though? Yeah. 
Um, Please do. The reason why I like their beer so much is because they're all very high alcohol content. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, there's actually a description on the back of the can, too. So it's it, uh, the yeah. description on the thing is, measure your profit with berry ratio. Our double ale fermented with blackberries, raspberries, and aronia berries, a complex, rich ledger of sweet and dark specialty malts, Oop. and caramelized candy sugar, Unite with a refreshing and tart berry melody in this delicious, delicious seasonal ale. Um, and then, so what I want to do on this at the end of the podcast, we're going to rate the beer. Right. And we're going to rate it from the lowest being Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> and the highest being the 23. 23. And then we'll rate it anywhere in between there. So Jimmy would be the lowest. Okay. And 12. Through twenty-three, that we're making this up on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> on the fly, there you go. The, hashtag on the fly. hashtag on the fly. <laughs> we're making this up. Hashtag on the fly. I so, thought about. I didn't make it up on the fly. I, I thought about this on my way over. So right, and the, but this was my bit idea. It was so. so I, I, to be honest with you, I give you Josh credit. For Josh it. is at my house right now, and Studio B. This, this is, is Studio B. We're actually in uh, Studio Main Level of of Studio B. <laughs> Uh, but I just didn't have any beer in the house, and I thought this would be a good way to get you to bring me beer. So I said, hey, let's let's yeah. do a rate and review section on beer. I'm always good for beer. I have lots of beer. You're, you're a beer guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not much of a drinker myself, but, uh, you know, let's see what's going on with it. I did take first drink here. and what's, Just give me your first impression. And then I've get had on to this one before. So oh, yeah. I, I brought one that I knew would be good. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm definitely a, a fruit type beer guy i like i like beers with kind of fruit notes to them so this berry ratio is a good one for do you sure. know what a berry ratio is i just figure it's some kind of financial i have no maybe idea. we can like even like do that profit ratio a berry <laughs> ratio is the ratio of profit gross profit to operating expenses and it is named after an american Economist Professor Charles Berry. That's that's very so interesting. This is, a, this is a fact-filled episode. <laughs> we're, we're going in the we're deep end. Fact. Huh? So as far as fishing goes, uh, kind of sucks right now, huh? Kind of the kind of the hence us drowning our sorrows at my kitchen <laughs> table, drinking beer and just talking about it. Yeah, I mean, really, we're putting like, on our winter fat right now, dude. Let's go ahead. And let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a toast as much, as bad of a rap as 2020 has gotten. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna make a toast of the 2020 fishing season. Absolutely, it was yeah, a you, good one. You've earned it. You yeah, earned it. Oh, well, I still have one more to go. Yeah, so. you do. But you know, we all had I think best, probably our best fish as far as size goes. Yeah, I mean, well, anytime you catch 12, 20 inches in a day between yeah. your group, that kind of yeah. helps pass the it, it definitely, it definitely uh, skewed the curve a bit. <laughs> I got to be yeah. honest, everything kind of after the trip is a, a little bit of a... Eh, yeah, kinda, I don't know, eh. man. I, you had a great you, you had a great all-around season. Well, it definitely, for I think about a month after the trip, it was kind of like, you know, uh, every time you'd hook into one, you'd be like, Ugh. But I had a great before the, before the trip. Yeah. Great trip. And then I just sort of petered out. Yeah, you know? but I mean, overall, though, I, I we need to keep stats. How many smallmouth do you think you caught this year? That's what actually I was getting to. I, I've i kept a diary one year or two years, I'd say one and a half seasons. Uh-huh. And the one year that I kept it all season was one of those years where, like, you couldn't miss. Like, it was oh, like yeah. 50 or 60 fish every time. And I think 
that year I caught in the neighborhood of 1,700 smallmouth. Oh, wow, yeah. So That sounds about right. That, there was a year, I think I kept a journal the same year because mm-hmm. we yeah. kept it on that Excel spreadsheet. That was a different animal, though. Yeah. I mean, that year was like, the, there was about three seasons there, dude, where it was like, in, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So I th- caught over 1,000 on the fly that year. So Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. I think this year I probably caught about 1,000, I would say. I, I, I'm sure I cracked a thousand. I doubt if I caught that. I doubt very seriously I caught that. I probably caught 700, 600 maybe. Yeah. Something It'd like be that. interesting. You fi- I mean, you fished more than I did this year for sure, but yeah, you also kind of trounced me, I think, a couple times we went out. Well, we, you know, we, we it goes back and forth. So yeah, There's but been plenty this of years year I've been you, jealous of you. I feel so. like yeah, but this year I feel like you entered another strata. I feel like you're you're above me. You're so <laughs> almost, in the words of spit up my beer there. <laughs> I, in the words of Tal Bachman, the the 1990s philosopher, famous for his single "She's So High," <laughs> you are so high, high above me. You're so lovely. That's really good to quote. What was that Hal Bachman? Tal Bachman. Tal Bachman. Yeah. Uh, I th- I was like, I've never heard this philosopher. And then you Tal Bachman. Just, okay, that made yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a song about heroin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. We're always good for a hardcore drug reference in this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's what the fans want. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So um, anyways, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a... Uh, you know, it's this is the sort of our end of year. I mean, we'll still do, we'll still record, but I, wanted, I think that this will be the last one that we kind of recap, like a real fishing trip. Yeah, know. for sure. I do want to. We will be having a year in review episode, though. I think next month we'll do that. Like we'll we'll, we'll go through all of our trips throughout yeah. the year and kind of recap what the fish were doing and just kind of do a overall, you know, end of year thing. But yeah, so. As uh, as sucky as it is right now, we actually are two weeks into November, and we basically just just ended. Can I tell you something? And I don't want to sound cold or insensitive <laughs> or like a dick here. And I know that we have, you know, like a broad spectrum of all eight of our listeners come from different backgrounds. <laughs> so you know, this is likely to offend very uh, diverse. This is yeah, all eight of our all eight of our uh, twenty to forty year old white males that listen to this podcast uh you know but but we do have some you know different sides of the political spectrum i think that kind of gravitate to our podcast so you know just take what you're getting ready to hear as a little bit of like a you know take it with a grain of sand so 2020 honestly this is i think i don't want to sound bad this has probably been my favorite and best the best year of my life oh okay yeah how weird is that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people are suffering. A lot of people are going through it. But screw them. <laughs> I'm in this for number one, baby. I mean, it is weird to like think like uh, you know, 250 thousand people. You know, which I guess that many people would have probably died, or close to that many people would have died anyways. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of suffering in the world, and yada yada. And now people for the first time are feeling like a little bit of adversity, so they. You know, you're not supposed to be happy about anything now. But. Oh, yeah, but I, I would say in general, uh, I don't let my, the surroundings dictate my happiness in my life. I mean, nor do so. I. That's that's why I can sit here and say that 2020 was the best, easily the best year of my life. It was awesome. So, I got to spend so much time with my kids. I yeah, to, okay. That's I got to I fish. Say. I mean, I got to... I stayed at home. You know, this is like... It was a unique opportunity, and I feel like... You know, I don't want to brag here, but I feel like I was able to sort of keep a, an even keeled perspective on this whole thing. 
So like April, May, when everybody else was just freaking out, I was, I was in my zone, man, in my element. Yeah, awesome. I remember you were waxing poetic on Instagram about that. And I was? It, yeah, you put a big, very philosophical post up about how we should cherish the time that we have. When was yeah. that? Oh, I, that must have been when it was going on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was during the thing. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. So, I mean, you, you, you know, life gives you lemons. You got to make lemonade, man. I mean, that's all there is to it. Honestly, there are a lot of people right now that are also listening to this. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Your life has been easy. So just <laughs> and you probably you suck. So, you know, whatever. So. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. So let's let's like, get. Oh my god, that guy's happy. That guy had a good year. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever, mean, dude. Hey, suck our dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. I do, John. You have to back me up a little bit stronger than that. I feel like I'm, I'm hanging I'm, out. Dude. I'm like backing up, yeah, scooting you're, over. You're physically distancing yourself from no, me in my I, kitchen. Hey, right I now, feel dude. the same way, dude. I, I'm I'm echoing your sentiments. I I, I just feel like it's you know like there's okay. And I, so I know this sensitive. is a small mouth podcast, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into politics or or anything. But I feel like right now we're in a very volatile time, and I feel like there aren't enough people. Like I disagree with all of you, like every single person out there, I disagree with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the voice that I want to hear is somebody saying like, "It's okay if you don't want to be afraid, and you don't want to live your life in fear, and you just want to move on and make the best of this." shit sandwich that we're all eating. You know, I've done a lot of hard stuff in my life. Most of these people are weak, weak people who just never had real adversity. I've went through some stuff. So I have perspective on what hard life is really like and what it's not. I think some, some of it is, they're fearful, dude. I think some of it's that, but I do think, I think some people are comforted by allowing themselves to fall into that mindset where they're like, almost like a, a tribal mentality like i'm in this with everyone else you know you know the whole tagline of we're, we're all in this together kind of thing yeah i think some people get off on that you yeah. know they just like to feel like you know and there there is some i can identify with that some there's some comfort in like you know knowing that you're not suffering alone like everybody's suffering beside you i just for me and i think you're really similar like that i don't let I I never like feel like pitiful for myself. No, like I you know I don't get fearful. Like I get protective, like sure. of my family. I mean, no no doubt. I there was fear. I mean, no doubt. Like oh yeah, March and April. Unknown, I mean, everybody. Sure. Was, it's just a different. Like whether you were fearing the repercussions, the societal implications, the the disease itself, or whatever. I mean, if you went through March and April and you didn't have any fear in your life, it's just you know. I mean, you're you're an insane person, most likely. I mean, whether you're fearful of dying from a disease or whether you're fearful of your friend or your neighbor coming to your house and killing you over a, a, a <laughs> cupboard of popcorn or something. Toilet paper. You know, uh, but I guess the difference between people, you know, is I've lived in I've lived with real fear, and I've you find a way to have happiness in it. You find a way to to move on to make the best of the situation and to continue to try and positively impact the people around you. And I feel like a lot of people and, and are you just, fish. Yeah. And you, and you <laughs> effing legend, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I think people are far too comfortable just now, like just living in fear and living in, you know, like watching people to see like, Oh, are they going to do Thanksgiving with their family this year? Are they going to do that? You know, 
it's like, I don't know, dude, just let people live. I'm not saying you should be a dick and, you know, not wear a mask in public and cough on people. And, you know, I think everybody should be. I, soci- I really like coughing on people. <laughs> socially responsible. But, you know, I don't know, dude, just let, live and let live, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the that's the libertarian in you, bud, dude, don't coming you out. Me, don't you get me fired up. No, I'm, I'm not talking about politics. I'm just talking in I general know. about, like, the state of the state of everything right now because it's, you know. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's no, just, we're I know, man. It's so weird. I tell you what, one of the best things that I did, and and it, honestly, it, another thing. Well, I didn't mean to cut you that's off. That's right. But another thing is like this is semi like a for us at least in my mind when we agreed to do this podcast, it's it's part uh, journal, you know, if nothing else, it's yeah. a journal of like what is going on, you know, in our fishing lives, like what we're learning, like where we, where we are with things, so that we can look back on it and we're like mainstream pop culture, dude. For sure, I'm an influencer. <laughs> that's that's to be true. No, but like I want it on record, like some of these things that you know, I just yeah. some I've, of these yeah. things that I I see and some of the things that you know, I mean. I don't really have. Hey, how high are you right now? (laughs) I'm drunk, dude. I got half a beer in me. I haven't had a beer in three years. I'm just slobbering over here. (laughs) And another thing, Josh, I love you, dude. Uh, no, it's good. It's good stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a weird. It's I, definitely I, not what our audience tuned into here, but whatever. Yeah, that's dude. all right. They can suck our dicks. Hey, a, <laughs> in the words of uh, Shane Gillis, suck our dicks to all our enemies, dude. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. I uh, to, to his podcast, well, but. so uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, so. What I was saying about the fishing thing, so kind of in the season, but this this season got got a little bonus extension. We uh, oh yeah yeah we unexpectedly got some global warming. You know we yeah. we we're on talk about being on record, dude. We are on record pro, pro global, global warming. warming. <laughs> uh oh, I just realized all the things I said are immediately discredited. <laughs> By our one public position. <laughs> People will just shut it off. They're like, unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, one more thing. I'll, I'll say that, like, of all the things I'm saying, don't misconstrue what I'm saying is like, oh, you know what? My daughter ran a 99 temperature, like, earlier this week, and we've kept everybody home, and we're isolating because, yeah. you know, we don't want to get anybody sick. So, yeah. you know, so don't take me as, like, some, like, he doesn't believe in the disease or whatever it is, but... But anyways, yes, we're pro global warming. We had an Chris extended fishing season. Hardcore Republican, very <laughs> conservative. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> no. uh, he has the first thing you notice and when you drive by his house. Practice. He has five Donald Trump flags in uh, the front. Don't yard. get me started on the Donald Trump <laughs> stuff, dude. I saw I saw a Donald Trump sign today on 144 that was. Trump twenty trash it. Did you grab it out of their hands and throw it <laughs> no, on the ground? I did. Yeah, I, st- I stopped and knocked on their door. I was like, "Hey, where's your dad? Is your dad home? <laughs> I want to talk to him about what what message he sent in this neighborhood." Now there's a, a Trump sign in my neighborhood that's uh, Trump twenty twenty. No more bullshit. That's, I, it's all dude, over the place. There's a flag. Dude, no more bullshit. That's my life motto, <laughs> man. I was like imagining no people, more bullshit. Dude, like, yeah, dude, no more bullshit. Yes, dude. <laughs> like I wasn't gonna vote for Trump, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of bullshit, and I'm not for it. <laughs> so see, I don't think Trump came up with that. That was one of his genius followers. I think that was a Kushner. Yeah, that's I don't anti-Semitic, know. dude. Maybe. Uh, well, anyways, I guess um, we got a warming trend. 
Yeah, man. It, it put put a little opened a little little window, little peak. A warming trend and some rain too. Yep, got some water in the it's a in little the bump rivers. in the flow. A little bit of yep. little warm weather coming in. Yeah, and we uh, I called Chris up and said, "Dude, do you want to go fish?" And he was like, "Yeah, let's go fish." To which I obviously <laughs> replied, "Yes." <laughs> and we uh, we did a little overnight trip, um, did some camping, and uh, um, so the first day. Didn't quite go as we planned. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, well, the first part of this it stretch... Was, it was as bad as a fishing... As a float can go, I think. Yeah, I mean, it just... Honestly, when you think about it, though, I don't think it was necessarily the the day. I think it was the, the that section, the first part of it. There just was no like consistent depth. So oh, yeah, it was brutal. We spent... You know, pretty much, and we got on the water late. Um, we we didn't even get on the water till after twelve. No, it was after two. No, it wasn't that late. We met out there at one. I thought we met at eleven. Mm-mm. Or maybe we, we left late. at eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, it it was late. It was definitely later. Um, and we got uh, we kind of had to rush through it, which wasn't ideal either, but. It really like that that first part of that stretch just doesn't have the habitat that you need. There was like one r- pretty good spot right before we camped, and that was about it. I mean, we don't really do that that stretch for the top of it. I mean, the bottom of it, yeah. And the and especially as the later the later the season rolls on, the top of that stretch is you know not great. And the bottom of it is amazing. So yeah, say so we did we had a little fun night camping. Uh, I tried out a new new camping little campfire meal it was delicious was delish yeah. blew your dick off <laughs> it was you hype you spent a fair amount of time hyping it let's just put it that way yeah i was expecting yeah. like some french chef hat and like coriander which is that? coriander which is used in this beer mind you we oui, oui. yeah a little callback uh no it was it was good though yeah, yeah. so uh we left we were without salt which i think yeah, would no, have really we, we definitely it definitely it. needed a little salt um yeah so anyways we did it, it for those wondering what it was, it was chicken thighs, pota- golden russet, or yeah, I think it's baby golden potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, onions and mushrooms with some butter and olive oil and garlic. Yeah, it I hit could the eat spot. That. Especially I could eat I that again. pretty hungies. I didn't. Eat I lunch, thought we had so. enough for like four people. And we devoured. it. <laughs> we crushed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like licking it off the ground. <laughs> I mean, one bad thing about camping this time of year is it gets dark at like six p.m. So we were pretty much like, yeah, all right, we get to sit around in the dark and we did. We sat get... around in the dark forever, and then we had a deer run into camp. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah. we woke up the next morning and uh, had us a day. Yeah, dude, what a yeah. day. Yeah, an I mean, unbel an unbelievable day. If it weren't for the lack of like real upper end fish, like, um, it would have been like one of the best days. What did we end up with? Just one eighteen, or were the two? It was one one. I caught that eighteen, yeah. and then we had two or three that were around the seventeen. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then we thought one might have been, but we got we got bamboozled. Yeah, and then we had several sixteens, and then the really the thing that. There's two cool things about that. One, we caught 60 fish that day. That's a that's a good day, no matter what, you know what time of year. Yeah, it is. anytime. Yeah. yeah, 60 fish is good. But we literally and mind I, you, like people that are kayak fishermen, like one of us is constantly rowing the boat. 
Right, yeah. So it's basically one guy fishing. One guy catching yeah. 60 fish in a day. Yeah. Pretty pretty respectable, I think. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, um, we didn't catch any dinks. Or uh, maybe uh, yeah. like four or five dinks. Like they were all like thick, fat, like 15, you know, 14 to 16 inch fish was like cut the common catch. And they were, you know, we were, we kept getting fooled. Right. We'd hook into them and. They were, oh, cru- dude, right. they were crushing too. Like we, were, mm-hmm. at one point, like when the sun got high, I we had like maybe five or six different fish that moved over twenty feet. Yeah, that visibly. Was, yeah, we so probably you, should have started fishing something else at that point. Eh, we were yeah. fishing on bottom. Um, if they were but, moving that far, they definitely would have eaten anything. Yeah. yeah, they were definitely like at wintering spots though. And, like, they did later in the day kind of venture out into the shallow areas adjoining to the wintering spots. But, like, it was pretty clear, like, if it, if there wasn't any deep water nearby, like, you weren't catching them. But yeah. It's it's probably the only trip that we've done on that section of water, though, and only caught one fish over 18 inches. Yeah, that's what was weird. I really don't know what to make of that. I mean, we know, definitely think, saw some bigger fish. I think part of it was maybe the pattern we were sticking with. I think if... I think maybe the bigger fish we might have been able to find on something moving, you know, like a bait fish or something. But yeah, I think part of it was, you know, uh, we stayed on bottom because we were catching fish on bottom. Right. But I don't think, I don't think it was necessary, but anyways, it was a great day. Yeah. I mean, we had a good time, man. It was, uh, it crushed. It, it was a good, really good way to cap off the season. Um, you know, you don't expect that in November to have a 60 fish day. I mean, you. So. I was expecting maybe 20, 25 fish the whole trip. Right. With maybe five fish over 18 inches. Yeah, so. It kind of went complete opposite. But yeah. it, it's also been unseasonably warm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's been, you know, even today it was like 60, what was it, 62, 63 degrees or something today. It was, dude. There's no way you could have fished today. <laughs> it was pretty windy. Jesus. Yeah, yeah it was pretty windy. Yeah, rough. it was blowing me. I was had to drive up north, and uh, the Forerunner's not exactly known for its aerodynamic <laughs> qualities. <laughs> and it was, like, blowing me across the lanes. It was pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, that was a good trip. Um, so, you know, kind of the end of the active season, this is where we really start transitioning into the true i saw a post today from a guy that was kind of poking fun at guys that say they you know quote unquote winter fish um when it's like 55 degree water hmm. <laughs> uh winter i and i commented on this post and i was like yeah you know unless there's ice on the edges like that's you know you can't call it really call it winter fishing i disagree so, yeah. dude i've been out there before when it was like pretty cold like in it and there was no ice on the edges well i say that a little tongue in cheek, but my point is like the water temperature needs to be pretty cold. Yeah, like, but we go fishing sometimes when the like the air temperature is fifty and the water is like thirty eight, thirty seven. Yeah, but that's a that's a lot of times where you get ice on the edge though. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Or you at least have ice coming out of the like little springs and stuff. You know, right? It, it at least looks like it's winter. I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is like people fishing right now you can't really oh, call right. that winter it's i don't know what it is yeah yeah this is a weird year but now some years this time of year you could call it winter fishing but not mm-hmm. not this year um but anyways uh you know we're we're going definitely gonna hit you know into the high 30s probably sooner than later from a water temperature standpoint and what do you uh, think it is right now 
Well, after today, it might be 50. You think? I'll look it up. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, but really, you know, when the water temperature starts getting into the high 30s, that's where the fish, you know, they're cold-blooded, so their metabolism slams to a halt, and they really go on bottom. And that's one thing I noticed. Like, well, I want to say we, we fished uh, um, that day or those two days, and then I ended up having an appointment out uh, near one of the rivers we fished. And I spent the entire day on Tuesday fishing, and I caught – uh, 40 fish really um, yeah waiting and I bridge hopped so I like I told you about this I got out and oh that's right yeah yeah I bridge yeah. hopped and waited and uh, I was going to like you know our like normal winter spots but with the idea that like oh they you know they're gonna be in like kind of adjacent areas did you bring another one of these Mm-mm. no well I did yeah I drank it <laughs> um, so I uh I went, I was in the middle of this big wintery pool walking towards the end of it and like right in front of me, the smallmouth came out of the water. Like, I mean, literally whole body came out of the water attacking some bait fish or something. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So I was, had been fishing on bottom. So I immediately cut it off and put on a fluke on three casts later, boom, caught a fish. Another couple casts later boom caught a fish and there was a ton of leaves in that area it was the beaver dam area mm-hmm. and uh dude it was like so leafy that i couldn't stand it and i that was kind of my last spot i was gonna go to and this is i got a little bit of trouble at home for this <laughs> <laughs> but i was like looking at my watch because i was planning on like hey i'm gonna be home in normal time that's kind of my plan you just weren't gonna tell her you went fishing right <laughs> Oh, she knew I was fishing. Yeah. It's actually funny. She sent me a screenshot of like my, the find my iPhone app and it was on, my dot was in the river and she's like having a hard day at work, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, shut up. (laughs) Uh, No, but, uh, so I ended up making one run backwards to the hobo stretch which I skipped over. I wasn't going to fish that because you have to wade a little bit downstream. It's like to, a quarter mile wade downstream, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to keep it to places I could just get in and fish right there. So I went back because after that fish hit on top, I was like, I bet you there's no leaves on the hobo stretch because it's got a decent little like uh, flow right there where it can kind of right. wash Flush out. In. Yeah, leaves. So I went, went down there and um, waded down to the stretch. And uh, the water was, uh, I I told you this, but it has had that tannin back on it. So you couldn't really see the bottom. And I was, I almost called you to be like, hey, where is that, that deeper spot in relation? Because there's three rocks that stick up. On the left there, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're going upstream. So if you're going downstream, they're on the right. Oh, on the very edge. Yeah. 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 So there's like three rocks. And I couldn't remember if it was like after those rocks or a little bit before those rocks. I could. So I just, about 20 yards before those rocks, I started fishing. Like, because it's the spot that we're talking about, there's like a ledge that drops off into maybe like four. It's not that deep. It's maybe four or five feet of water. Maybe. Yeah. It may not even be that deep. There's just, there's not a lot of depth around that area. And that's like one of the deeper parts. And it slows way down. It's like a. And it's not a particularly small spot either. I mean, it's like probably 80 yards, 70, 80 yeah, yards, something yeah. like that. Well, it, anyways, it's it's for the, just from an informative standpoint for our listeners, it's like 
you know, there's different wintering spots. There's wintering spots where the river turns super hard and it creates a, like a slow area. Right. There's spots in the river where there's like plunge pools. Um, there's all kinds of different. This is an area where just the river gets wide and just slow for like a long time. Like there's, it's not, and so the 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 wintering area part is the deepest part within that, mm-hmm. you know, stretch, and you know the only reason I know it's there is because we've caught fish there in the winter time, and uh, I was trying to find it, so I kind of get close to where I think it is, and uh, start th- you know working it with that fluke pretty quick, pretty fast, and uh, kind of like I was kind of like, you know hope and a prayer type thing like mm-hmm. i might get nipped here but i don't think i'm really gonna get but i was like hey it's worth the try so i'm working that thing pretty fast and dude i had one come up and straight up annihilate that fluke dude really i mean yeah it was like one of those uh like all the way on top or was oh it? yeah really oh yeah came out like head out of the water that was just last week oh i know flushed it like yeah. it was one of those like quintessential like toilet bowl hits like there's a big swirl and it you know his head came out of the water Um, dude keep talking oh dude it was yeah i was boner worthy for (laughs) sure i'm getting there right now Uh, so yeah anyways i i uh it was like one of those ones i audibly was like holy shit and uh i uh anyways got it in it was it was like right under 18 it was like 17 three quarters something like that i didn't have a good measuring board with me but you know i was being fair I was like, yeah, it's not 18. I could tell it wasn't 18. Um, but anyways, that kind of wrapped up my season. After I did that, I was kind of like, well, time to head home. Especially since you got in trouble for it. <laughs> it was <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of, you know, I'm like, I knew I, we wouldn't be fishing much after that. So I'm like, hey, this is my last hurrah. We'll probably so. get, you know, maybe another trip before the holidays. You know, maybe well, one more tripping I tell you what I was thinking about it man you know it that fishing's painful in the winter time like it's fun but it is painful I um, always think like why do we do it and then I and then I get into winter and I'm like man I just want to go I know. Mean, even if I could just catch like three I know two well fish. it is though but when you think about it though dude I mean the two biggest fish that we've caught out of our home fishery have been between you know really like Christmas and like January, February. So, I mean, yeah, December, yeah, 17th was when I caught that one. I mean, it's wild when you think about how many fish we caught. And we were in the same area. We ended in the same area where we typically go. It's like our go to winter spot. And, uh, dude, we, you know, we didn't catch any big ones. So it definitely is a good time. Yeah, I say this, you know, if you're not, you know, you're not. If you haven't winter fished before, it is painful, and you'll probably go out for five times in a row and not catch anything. At so least, yeah. You have to get past that. I mean, Especially how many? If you're a fly fisherman, this might take you more than five. Dude, how many times did we go out and get skunked? Uh, yeah, at least a ten. Lot. Yeah, at least, at least, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, and then you go out, but uh, maybe not ten, but we would catch maybe one or two. Well, and in, in, well, then, and and then you learn one where to go. That's probably the most important thing. Like prime, prime. You need to be. You need to know where those fish are at. Because if you don't, and you're guessing, that's going to make for a, a long day. Because if you're guessing if there's fish in the area, dude, you're gonna you're gonna have a rough rough at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know where to go, and then also when to go. Because that's the other thing. 
we've talked about this in other episodes, but in the wintertime, you need you need two or three days of kind of unseasonably warm weather to kind of get them going a little bit. Um, because we've been out when it's not been like that, and it's I specifically remember one time is at the Beaver Dam that we weren't catching any fish, right. and I don't think we caught any fish that day. And I remember standing, I climbed up on the bridge, and I was looking down at the fish, and I could see them. And you were standing down there fishing, and I was like telling you, like, "Hey, they're right there." Right. And they literally weren't moving. Like they weren't moving at all. Like they were just sitting there. And Chris like drug a a bait on top of them, and they just did not give a shit. Right. I mean, so if you catch them when they're like that, I mean, there's just there's nothing you can do. Right. Um, But if you get a little bit of spike in that metabolism, where they kind of feel that little warm tinge, they they know that it's you know they have a feeding window. Then you 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 can have a good day. Well, and also the other thing is like we have a tendency to not want to go when there's stain on the water, but you know, the stain on the water actually seems to help a little bit. Dude. Yeah. I mean, that's, I used to be the same, same thing. And like last year I caught some good fish in stained water and like 18 time. inches or less of yeah. visibility. And yeah, it was like just as good, if not better. Well, that 21 like. that I caught was pretty muddy. I can tell the picture. Yeah. The water looks like copper colored. Yeah. So. It was, it was pretty muddy. So, you know, we got that ahead of us, you know, my, to catch we'll my tenth, uh, I think one of our uh, I've gone two years in a row Christmas Eve. I don't know how I pulled that off, but yeah, how did you pull that off? What a miracle! I, a Christmas miracle. I don't know. I think we did Christmas on a different day, but some there should be a day around those days where I'm off that I can head out. So whether that's the 23rd or the 26th, there's something mm-hmm. like that. Ashley's going on vacation. She's good, well, she's leaving us. We're going. So because she's leaving us between Christmas and New Year's. That's so. going to be my last shot at number 10. So Well, I might be might be here on the home front just sitting little critters, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we might be able to work something out with that. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, we'll if, you, see. If, if only my friend had a wife who would be willing to watch my children. <laughs> she's watched your kids before. I know. <laughs> Dang it, I forgot I had shoes for Ruby. Hattie outgrew some oh, shoes. Oh, nice. Very yeah, nice. I forgot them. Always, uh, always willing to take a hand down. They're Nike. They're Nikes. Ooh. Just do it. Well done. Um, I, I, I'll just cross that Nike out so that she can wear them. <laughs> you burn them. <laughs> Hashtag Kaepernick. Just burn them. In. <laughs> yeah, bring those over here. I'll put them in the bonfire. <laughs> this is a Nike free house, dude. We're, we're pro true. I forgot about that. I didn't know that you were Your anti- dad doesn't. He burned all of his like, old Nike tank he tops, did. They're, dude. They're anti-Nike, yeah. <laughs> but, I'll, I mean, yeah, bring, her up, bring them over here. I'd be happy to throw them in my fireplace so we can burn them. Because <laughs> so, we're, we're pro troop in this household. All right, so. dude. So, next thing I wanted to bring up. This is, I, you, I can just tell what it's going to be. Oh, I got some news for the... Uh, Smalley Talk Nation. Uh-oh. Smalley Talk has first beef. <laughs> we're beefing, dude. We're not. Like, we were beefing straight up like Tupac <laughs> and Biggie. Oh, East dude, Coast, West Coast? East Coast, West Coast. Like, like we it. were beefing so hard. <laughs> like, and we won the beef. Did we win? I think we came out on top. Well, I wouldn't expect anything else. We're beefers. Dude. We're, we beefy, were, we're beefy boys. We're beefing it. I mean, What's that's beef? like a rite of passage. You know, when we were talking about, you know, a fan <laughs> selfie, the beef, like, dude, that's straight up beef. Look at that. And here's 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 what a, here's what happened for those of you who 
Dude, if your head has been buried, no. if your head has been buried in the sand, <laughs> and you're not keeping up with the with the smallmouth podcast drama, yeah, I mean, dude. how do you not know this is happening? Yeah, smallmouth community's been on fire. I know. I've been getting requests for interviews left and right. I've refused <laughs> to publicly comment on this situation. So, no, for real. If you though. want to bring it up, I'll awkwardly address it. But just know that I publicly maintain a. A very stoic, very British royal family neutralism, <laughs> I guess, if you will. But bring it up, by all means. So, we're for sure joking about this because... This is in jest. We, we can Please give do not a shit go, less. Please but. do not go to McGrath Fishing and be a dick to this yeah. guy. So, so as we, we mentioned in the podcast uh, uh, a little while ago that someone had created a knockoff... Yeah, Smalley Talk podcast, and uh, we had some people kind of message us. And some boys went wild on it. Yeah, some of our some of our troops went, went <laughs> off of the, the rails. Some of the troops committed we, an atrocity. We, did, we didn't we didn't place it. We didn't order any 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 of our Smalley Talk nation to do anything. But they acted autonomously, dude. I mean, so, committed so, a war crime. <laughs> they went they went and basically like. They they started. Beef. What, what do you call that when you uh, hijack somebody's data? What do you call that on the? Oh, they dox somebody. They doxed him. I think dude. that's when you expose somebody. Yeah, <laughs> they doxed him. <laughs> they doxed him. Uh, so they, uh, anyways, this guy was created, a, a guy made a podcast. He has he, a YouTube channel. He has a he's a I don't know. He's a pretty successful YouTube guy. Yeah. Uh, his name is something it's like McGrath. McGrath. Uh, shit, I just Tommy McGrath. Okay. M C G R A T H McGrath Fishing started a podcast called it Smalley Talk. Fair enough. Innocently, he did not do this on yeah. purpose. It's not like he was like, I really, you know, we're not G- a podcast name that geniuses. we know of. Yeah, right. I mean, he could be a saboteur. I'm not. He could sure. be a genius. It could be. <laughs> yeah, he could be a provocateur. Uh, maybe he's just like, oh, you know, they'll hear me and they'll love me. Was that was that review that? Somebody left on his thing, uh, not hilarious. <laughs> it was pretty rough. I don't want to laugh at it. I don't want to encourage. I don't want to encourage internet. Internet. Yeah. Well, we're formally more. asking our people to back back off. Yeah, dude. Stand down. Stand down. Stand dude. by. The troops. The troops. <laughs> they went a little berserker on it. They committed a few. Atrocities. They went proud boys on it. It did win the war. Which so we're not blaming you. You know, we're not we're not blaming you for winning our war, but I would say just just relax. You've won the war. Yeah, he Let's changed the name. Take a couple months, buy yourself a Camaro after your deployment, and just <laughs> just chill, baby. You won. So he he changed the name though. Yeah, he did change the name. He did change it's, it, and and we're encouraging formally, uh, diplomatically encouraging all uh, Smalley Talk people to listen to his podcast. Yeah, go check formally, it out. Formally, the small also the Smalley Talk podcast now called. Life behind the rays. He's I'm not a, really sure what that means. He's a Ray Ban, a Ray Ban guy. Oh, he like he's. Okay. I don't know if he he's likes spon- the bands. I don't know if he's sponsored by Ray Ban, but even like he changed his logo and it's got a pair of Ray Ban sunglasses on okay. it. And I wear I wear Ray Bans, so yeah, yeah whatever. But anyways, check I mean, it he, out. At least he has sponsors. That's more than one. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think he makes like a lot of money doing his YouTube thing. So his vi- let's videos. Not get, hey, let's not give him too much credit here, bud. Well, I, I mean, he says he's a professional youtuber multi-millionaire yeah i told him that i i had a brief stint where i was a professional red tuber but it didn't work out for me <laughs> what's a red tuber it's a porno site oh, I, <laughs> I was a professional red tuber 
<laughs> or is it, you, were you a hand model? You can just look me on look me up under Gimp Seventeen. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. No, I mean he, he you know he's a cool dude. He, he you know he reached out like somebody yeah, left did. him somebody left him a pretty fiery review and he was like hey are we cool like what's yeah. going on like we somebody, were sick in the dog yeah we, we sent, set loose the dogs of war uh but we did not and we yeah. you know we were just like yeah man whatever it's just fishing you know we like we we really didn't obviously care. it was kind of weird obviously taxman brewing company our sponsor for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a cease and desist letter for yeah. this. Uh, our sponsor for this Free podcast, pub, Taxman Brewing Company, uh, was like, "Hey, there's another podcast out there. It's got your name. We can't have that if we're going to give you millions of dollars to do this podcast." <laughs> <laughs> nah, but anyway, some boys went wild on him. He was very like, he was hey, cool. He it was an accident. Out. Like, I think he's he's a young boy. He's a young buck. Is he? Yeah, I know you like him young. Oh God! <laughs> he, like he's got. He's, it, it, I I almost uh, messaged him and said, how "Don't you, you ever, don't you ever come near Chris? He will take his pants off." Uh, oh my God! <laughs> uh, no, I I don't think he's that young. But yeah, anyways, he's pretty young. Is he? I think he's like he's got some city miles on him. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you was, like him? You like him soft? Oh, dude, no, I like him leathered. <laughs> have you ever heard the Have you ever heard that Garth Brooks song? <laughs> Her hands were made of her hands were made of leather, but they turned to velvet in a touch. I have not. It's a this. very disturbing tune. It's a tune about a, a mildly like legal young man getting, I would say, statutorily raped for sure. Oh my god! Yeah, have you never heard it? I uh, mean, it's I may the, have. I think I it's called. Uh, that's what it was called. I think it's called "That Summer" by by the the one and only Christopher Gaines, aka Garth Brooks. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll have to check it out. Get that Christopher Gaines thing. Uh, Are you not a Garth Brooks guy? (laughs) No. (laughs) Coming from your background, I would just assume I'm not a big country music guy in general. Really? Your dad has a Fu Manchu, and you've never listened to (laughs) country music. Hey, I mean, he looks like Tim McGraw. (laughs) I I listen to country music some, but yeah, not a big Garth Brooks guy. uh, Is that his real name? Stage name is Garth Brooks. I have no idea. My did, wife is a huge fan. What did where did the Chris Gaines things come from? He had like a bit of a mental breakdown, and I think he changed his name from Garth Brooks and and released like an alt rock album under the oh. pseudonym Christopher Gaines. It was dog shit. I mean, it was awful. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. So I said, you know, yeah. Anyways, it's it's a. I don't even know how we got on that whole topic about. But you're talking about a velvet hands and how you oh, like you your were little saying, wet you were saying like young people young. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. No, it's it's all good, so you know, don't don't leave him a one star review and yeah, don't be weird. Lay off. Lay off. And go listen to his podcast. It's called uh all, this podcast is also brought to you by another fishing podcast called Life Behind the Rays with Tommy McGrath. Yeah. He's got eight point two thousand Instagram followers. Yeah. According to his fake bio <laughs> they're all bots <laughs> russian bots Dude, they're artificial huh? <laughs> artificial baits bots uh, anyways so anyways what do, you think, what do you think about the beer bud can we do the beer rating thing and then we can get into your challenge because i know you got some i know you've got some stuff you want to talk about here. for me this beer i'm gonna rate it i'm gonna go it's a solid 18 and three quarter Man, wow. We are of kindred spirits right now. 
I was going to say about exactly the same thing. I was going to say 19, though. So Yeah, I think 19 is a little too much because 19 is like, that's like top echelon. But it's I'm gonna right go, underneath that. I'm going to go 19 for me because, and here's why. I, this is one of my favorite beers that I've ever had. All right. I'm not just saying that. It's one of my favorites, but I feel right. like since it's the first beer that I've ever reviewed on our new American Standard Scale... That I don't want to give it too high of a score, and then I've got nowhere to go. That's true. So I'm going to give it a 19, and then provisionally we may come back to it re-rated. Yeah, I mean, 18, three quarter, 19. Either way, those are fish that you catch them, you remember them. You take a picture. You take a picture. You you take a couple poses, and, and you're it, maybe even a release video. I always wonder, like, what if there was somebody that didn't fish standing next to the river where I caught like a nice fish. And like just watching how I react, and like the like, oh, I know like watching I like people like somebody would be taking a picture, and I'd be like, no, do one where I'm like doing this. I always wonder like what they they'd be like, what is happening? Why is that? Why is that adult man so ecstatic about a fish that he caught? I mean, if if you don't get it, you don't. I mean, you don't get it. If you don't get it, quit it. Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for people that don't fish. I'm, Do you? I'm not going to lie. Well, everybody's got their fishing. I've had a couple friends of mine be like, and this is for real, I'm not joking. They've said that openly, you know, I'm really like, I'm really like jealous of your, of your fishing. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. They're not being patronizing? No. Like, I like, wish I was stupid I mean, enough to like fishing. They would, no, what they said, what they said is they wish they liked something that much. Because right. actually one of my buddies was like. He was like, if you like, if you you like got a big windfall, financial windfall, and you like didn't have to work the rest of your life, like you know what you would do for the rest of your life. And I'm like, sure, you're damn right. You know, absolutely. He, he didn't even he hasn't fished a day in his life. Right. He was like, he's like, I'm kind of jealous start, of you. He's like, like, I would start a second family, <laughs> <laughs> secret family, yeah, secret family. Uh, <laughs> and he was, uh, he was like, I don't know what I do. And I was like, yeah, I never really think about that, but. You know, it's 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 a it's it's something it's you shouldn't take for granted. Yeah. You know? It's a it's a joy in life that not everyone's able to experience. True. So yeah. And for most people that are taking the time to listen to this podcast, they know what we're talking about. It would be so. weird if they didn't. If they were just listening and like, Oh yeah, nice. Solid take on the coronavirus, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really fish but I, nobody's gonna listen to it this far. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we are, yeah, I was going to say, we lost, like, three of our nine subscribers, like, nah, dude, <laughs> that's too much. Uh, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I don't even know where we were, where we were getting at. No, it is this, weird, but... like, uh, I mean, it is, like, um, it's definitely more than a hobby. Uh-huh. It's less than, you know, less than, like, a... Um, Be careful what you say, it's, bud. It's less than life's purpose. Yeah. I agree. But it's closer to the latter. Yeah. Right? I always say, you know what I always tell people when they like, when I'm like explaining it, <clears throat> I just say, look, it's part of my identity. Like, it's a good that's the best yeah. way I can describe it. It's like a part of who I am. It's definitely not like, oh, I like to do this. Like guys like to golf or they like to, you know, even a lot of like people who hunt and stuff. Now, hunting can be like that, for sure. That is for my dad, yeah. Yeah, hunting can be, but fishing is, like, my identity. That's, like, like I would feel, uh, Definitely I would a part feel of incomplete if I wasn't fishing, if I had to give it up for some reason. It's definitely part of your identity. I, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know that fishing 
defines me, but I think it defines at least a part of me. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, this time of year you get a little, little uh, retrospective, I guess, or introspective rather. Yeah, this is good. this is the start of a long slog, dude. Like, you know what I think I'm gonna do this winter? What are your big plans for this winter? I'll tell you mine. I'm gonna get fishing wise. Sh- I'm gonna get in shape. It's my like big oh, winter. Oh, fishing wise. Yeah, it's my big winter. I haven't even told anybody else this. I haven't told Ashley. She won't listen. To, she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but I've been. That's my thing. I'm gonna get in shape this winter. I Good think for that's you, gonna dude. happen. I yeah. turned into a fat piece of shit. I'll to get be in honest. shape with you. Dude, it's getting brutal. I was looking at pictures of myself earlier today on Instagram, like not even that long ago, like four years ago on, on Facebook rather, not on Instagram. But I was looking at them. I was like, geez, Louise, man, I've had some rough years here. I've been eating some late night burritos. Yeah. This means you're happy. Yeah, I'm very portly. Yeah. It's like, you know, in the old times, fat men were very powerful and strong. So <laughs> that's how I look at it. I've reached, the, symbol. I've reached the power ages. Uh, yeah. So you're going to get in shape. What else do you want to do? Um, so the big, the big push for me is I'm planning a big trip with my dad and brother. So that's like my other big winter thing. And then of course I want to do more podcasts this winter too. So those are my three kind of outdoor oriented things. Of course there are other, what are you guys, what are you guys planning to do? Like preliminary. So in August, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go on the smallmouth trip this year. We're having a baby. Oh, that's another thing. Oh yeah. I knew the baby. So we're having a baby in late March and Ashley's kind of... You know, I didn't even think about that, dude. I don't know. She's, she definitely hasn't said like, don't go, but she's like, understandably like a little nervous about, you know, we're, we already have two kids. The third kid was definitely unexpected. Like we're having like, we've got a, a six year old and now we're getting ready to have a baby. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think that maybe the, the smallmouth trip in the end of May this year might not be an option for me. Dude, that's I know, that's heart- gonna be rough. Man. It's heartbreaking, yeah, for sure. But it is. I mean, it's not heartbreaking because obviously there's, you know, a miracle happening in my family. But, but I mean, you you know what I'm saying. And so I think that my efforts have been kind of focused a little bit on this father son trip. I'm really looking forward to it. We've been talking about doing this for like, I don't know, dude, a long, long. Is this smallmouth trip or are you doing? No, we're going for trout. We're going to Yellowstone, so. That'll be fun. We're going to float the Madison like two or three days, which is like a world-class. I mean, it's kind of like one of the most famous trout rivers in the world. And then we're going to do that. We're going to float the Yellowstone a couple days, and then we're going to fish, you know, four or five days inside the park. So, yeah, you know, it's just like it's one of those things like my dad and my brother and I used to do a lot of hunting together. We don't really do that anymore. Um, So the fishing thing is – you know, my dad does love to fly fish, does love trout fishing, does love being out west. And, you know, I mean, he's 63 years old. You know, I mean, how many? He's got a couple more years left. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, like, <laughs> but I mean, what we do is not easy. I yeah, mean, this that's is not, true. I mean, your, your dad's the same age, right? I mean, your yeah. dad's 60, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, how many more years can he get into a kayak and float down a river? He's got those shrinko jeans, dude. He's going to be going until he's <laughs> until like. Until he, he gets murdered. <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, that's, you know, it's just something you kind of start thinking about when, you know. I mean, my dad gets around great. I mean, he's, you know, doing fine. He's not on medication. He has no health issues, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's it's one of those things I think like a big trip like that is something that we've all talked about doing forever. Looking forward to it. So. Yeah, 
Well, now that you dropped a big bomb on me, dude, just like deflated my dude, my whole psyche, are, dude. Your I'm balls like, are flat right now. Bro. I'm, 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 I'm reeling. I can see that. <laughs> I'm reeling. Not in a good way. Uh, my big winter plan. So I have two fishing related. I have two things I want to do. One, um, I want to learn how to tie flies. Ooh. So I've asked my wife's grandpa. To the legendary Alan Fish. Alan Fish, yeah. He's uh, obliged to teach me uh, how to how to tie flies. So that's that's one. And it's not just tying flies. I'm gonna I wanna learn the technique of tying and then I'm gonna incorporate that into uh, conventional stuff. Um, and then the other thing is I wanna get my jet boat like exactly ready to go. Um I was talking last night with Jeremy Crow. He's got a buddy of his who does fabrication. I think I'm gonna drive it up to Michigan, pull up to Michigan, and have all the work done to it. Hmm. So I'm gonna get aluminum decks welded. And uh, Alum- yeah. I thought you already had an aluminum deck. Aluminum deck on the front. I'm raising like it raise to the it? top and create storage and a rod box and all that stuff. Uh, that's gonna be nice. Are you gonna gut it out then, or are you just gonna build on what's there? Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty much already gutted. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip all the wiring and stuff out and redo that. So, yeah, I'm gonna pretty much redo the whole thing from like scratch. Which it's kind of a blank slate, anyways. So, yeah. there's not much to it. Got a pretty good deal on it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put a live well in the back and cl- like cap that deck off like where you were fishing. So it's yeah. one solid platform, and then raise the deck in the front and make a rod box and a center console. That's my, oh nice. The center yeah. console is going to be huge. Stand up like center stand up console. That's going to be so cool, man. Yeah. So I think that'll be like that'll much take up that a gonna, lot of my time. How much is all that going to cost? Pretty reasonable. Let's not put this on record. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Katie, uh, Katie, Katie. Well, it, it honestly the price of aluminum's up right now. I think some. So that, a lot of that's going to depend on pricing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think I could probably do it all for. Two or three thousand dollars. So it's not bad. And I, I don't know how much I'll pay this one dude. I think he's kind of itching to do it. Like he's not like he's doing it kind of for fun because he's doing Jeremy. Jeremy got a jet boat as well. So, so maybe he's looking at trying this out as a business and kind of yeah, some just yeah. He wants to tinker around. He asked me to send him like a napkin sketch of it. He's he was like excited to do it. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm still paying him, but uh, it's not going to be like taking it to a shop that that's what they do and right. charging me an hour you're gonna use rate. and abuse this young man who's trying to earn a living. <laughs> exactly uh we give him free advertising on the podcast <laughs> yeah so. like taxman brewing company or thousands and thousands of listeners <laughs> yeah that's right yeah hundreds of thousands of listeners very nice well that's pretty cool those are two pretty good projects anything else i guess you're going to be planning the memorial day trip too dude you're like really killing me here just in a in a vacuum i still think yourself. you'll go I think I think you'll go. I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's. I mean, be, we'll see. We'll see. I would love to believe me. I mean, if I had in a perfect world, I, obviously I'd do both. Obviously, not like not even a question. So when's Ashley do then? End of March. Okay, so you're talking two months. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And she'll be laid up for a couple weeks probably, and then. Yeah, I mean, I here's the thing. Uh, given the circumstances, I would not give you a hard time at all. Um, 
but I, I'm also not not gonna go. So. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I wouldn't, and that's why I didn't even ask or say anything about like moving it or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know we've got pl- there are plenty of people who want to go. You know, yeah. I mean, honestly, even Aaron. I think Aaron might still go. So, oh, really? Yeah. If it came down to it, I would just go, I would go by myself. <laughs> well, I I don't know what Maya's gonna. He Maya may go. Jeremiah may go. I'm not sure. I mean, why wouldn't he? I don't know. I'll float in the raft with him. Yeah, I'm. I'm he may even. Oh, wa- yeah, he may want to go. I, well, I he'll no do. Idea. Here's what Maya is secretly planning on having Aaron row him the entire time. <laughs> Dude, he's got great traps. <laughs> he does. <He's, laughs> I mean, you can he can pitch it to Aaron like, "Hey, you're gonna get a rowing workout for five days." Like, All the free organic <laughs> granola bars you can eat. He's like, I promise we won't lose your cooler this time. Yeah, really. There's no way we're going to flip. <laughs> no matter what the white water. Uh, no, I, I, you know, Maya might go. I just, you know, with the baby, it's going to be it's gonna yeah, be tough for me. Yeah, I understand, man. So, I'm not, I'm not going to give you a hard time about that. As much as we give each other shit about stuff, you know, family comes before fishing. So uh, yeah. you got you to gotta take care of the... The little ones and the wife and be there for them. And if that means not going to small world paradise for a week, that's what that means. I hope it just rains and rains and rains. (laughs) I hope it's the worst trip. (laughs) I hope you guys don't catch a freaking fish, dude. Oh, man. There would be a small part of me that, like an evil dark dark side of me that would be like man i hope they don't do well <laughs> i want to see the pictures you know i want to hear the stories i don't you know, want to it, it. it would be the worst if like we come back and nobody just says anything uh, and then you're yeah, like you, didn't you say call anything. me and you're like if you didn't say anything, hey so how'd it go you're like do you really want to know <laughs> uh, you bet you, it was better happened, than last year whatever happened you guys would Definitely over, like you guys would exaggerate what happened for sure. So, oh man, well the way I look at it, it's just less competition for me. So, well that's one, one less guy it. that knows what he's doing. I'm just that's a couple more two less guys. for me. Two yeah. less guys, maybe if Jeremiah doesn't go. Yeah, if Maya doesn't go, dude, that would be. Uh, you guys are running bare bones. Trip. I would pillage that river. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is gonna be zigging zagging in the jet boat, mind you. I'm not taking the jet boat up there. I don't think so. You know. So. Well, uh, my, I might take your raft if, if honestly, if it's yeah, like absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah, because I actually think that would be fun to obviously Flycraft or Smithfly have what don't want anything to do with our podcast. Yeah, so. that's that's another thing. If anybody, so I think we're at the point now we're kind of looking for a very strategic sponsor for the podcast. Um, we had we haven't really done. I honestly, neither one of us know what we're doing from a sponsorship standpoint, but. We did email Smithfly. This is probably not the best episode in which to do a pitch. Yeah, that's I just, all right. When I just got done minimizing coronavirus. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it out there. If any of our listeners has like a hookup with a company or they own a company or whatever, I want to. We want to like a headline sponsor for our podcast, and we want to. But we it, we want it to be something really relevant. So to, if you own like a, you know, like a, um, I don't Law know. Firm. Yeah, some completely unrelated business. Like, I don't think we want to do that. But if it's something in the smallmouth like thing, we don't. We're not really looking for money. Necessarily. Just looking at you, Taxman Brewing Company. Yeah, exactly. Well, we wanted to get something to. We we emailed Smithfly, and you know, I think it'd be cool to get have them give us a couple boats and us kind of document our use of them and modifications and stuff. But they didn't email us back. No, no. I I am gonna call them though. 
I'm going to call him, yeah. And then if Smithfly doesn't respond, I'll email Flycraft. Anytime somebody doesn't get back to me, now I just say, ah, they probably died from coronavirus or something else. (laughs) (laughs) I just assume that. Oh, and the other thing, big announcement. I'm going to put this on Instagram, but Uh we're on Spotify now. Oh, very Mm -hmm. nice. Us, Rogan, Rogie's called us up. It was a long negotiation. (laughs) It's like five year contract. Yeah, we were really, we were pushing hard on our side because we knew we had a lot of leverage. Five years, $100. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very similar to the Rogan deal. Yeah, but we're on Spotify. Um, So for those of you who, uh, you know, choose to listen on that platform, we're on there. Yeah. So very cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Do we you have know. any reviews? You know, I was trying to get my, my internet situation out here is precarious. So I don't I don't know. At my own house. Let's see. Let's see, <laughs> Let's see if I can find this. But yeah, I mean, uh, we are looking for, you know, something. Just I think just a It has to make sense. So I mean I we've we've done this podcast for a couple years now. We we haven't taken a dime from anybody. Um you know, but I, I do think it would be... And we will not... And the one thing, and I'll put this out right now, we will not change our position on global warming. That's the one caveat <laughs> that's on our in our contract. Okay. All right. We got a couple of interviews. <laughs> or a couple of reviews. reviews. Yeah. So uh, so Brad Hicks left one. I know Brad. Uh, What's on up, Brad? September 27th, titled Small Mouth, in all caps. So he's yelling it. Small Mouth! <laughs> <laughs> uh, five stars. Uh, what's not to like? Met Shrinko at attorney this past season. Good dude. Enjoyed hanging and talking. Love hearing the dudes cut up on the podcast all while talking small mouth. That was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we talked a lot of small mouth on this episode, but uh, we did enough. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we had one from Wet Dreams sixty nine mm. <laughs> <laughs> on November third, twenty twenty. It says size matters. Yeah. <laughs> With three exclamation marks and he uh, says, You guys always talk about fish size, let's talk about dick size. <laughs> yep. There it is. <laughs> and the uh, most on the nose review of the year goes to Wet Dreams sixty nine. It's Wet Dreams. Oh Wet Dreams sixty nine. Yeah. Well, whoever you are, Wet Dreams What's thank you? you for your review. <laughs> it's you, one hundred percent. I swear in my life that's not me. <laughs> Wet uh, dreams is your AOL. Yeah, I mean your, your aim cha- handle. It's my identity. <laughs> it's part of, part of who I am. Uh, well, uh, very cool. Thanks for the reviews. Of course, you know. Thanks for listening. Also, yeah. I mean, so Josh did text me earlier because we've been trying to get together for an episode here, and there was a specific challenge. Oh, I forgot about this. That was. I thought that's what you're getting going to get into earlier before we. No, you know, I was gonna. The, I was gonna to save the it. High drama of the small mouth oriented podcast. I was gonna. World. I was gonna save it for the uh, like the year in review. You you want me to do it now? Yeah, but I think that we need to establish some ground rules here because if I'm uh, not if I'm not going hey, on the listen, big here's trip, the thing. I, I got a new baby at home. My listen, wife, you know, listen, she's mad at me. Listen, you know. here's the thing. Uh-huh. I'm challenging you. Right. You can either accept or reject the challenge. With with caveats, I'd be happy to accept. It's going to result in me fishing a lot more with conventional gear. I'll tell you that. Okay, I thought about this. Yeah. I thought about this a little bit. So here's what I'm going to do for you, bud. The challenge 
mm-hmm. is for the entire calendar year. Okay, so starting in January, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to challenge you to a duel. A duel, yes. A small mouth duel. Mm-hmm. Mono v mono. <laughs> okay. okay. Mono v vano. <laughs> I don't know what a vano is. It's my last name, Vaughn, with an O. Oh, Vaughn. Yeah. It's like Shrinko, Vano. Yeah. yeah. Total fish over. 18 inches, which is kind of our threshold for like good you fish. Know, yeah. Some would say a trophy. I would say memorable fish. Yeah. It's the ones we really, really mark on the chalkboard. Don't remember a lot of 17s. Remember most of my 18s. Yep. Yep. So total fish over 18. Now, I'm not going to give you some bullshit caveat about, I can't go on a trip. Or, uh, I don't know, bro. That's no. a pretty huge advantage. I don't Here's know. Here's the thing. Nope. I mean, how many 18? You caught, I caught 40 fish over 18 but inches on the But here's the thing. Trip. I might just go there and not catch any 18s. You don't know. We don't even know if we can go there or not. So <laughs> I don't know. You man. know, here's the caveat, though. Uh-huh. For each one that you catch on the fly, I'm going to count it as 1.2. Okay? Okay. So basically for every five fish that you catch, you get... And bonus fish. What if we did it Indiana fish? Indiana 18s. That's fine. Yeah. Then if we do that, then I'm going to do 1.1. <laughs> How is that happening? Because I was just taking into consideration that you might not go on that trip. Mm. So 1.1. That means I have to catch 10 to get one of yours? Yeah, but that's 10%. That's your your handicap, 10%. No, nah, well we can hash out the finer handicap. We can hash out the finer details, but I'm in. All right. So, here's what we're going to do. We're putting money on it. This isn't just a challenge. Ooh, money. Okay. 100 bucks each winner take all. I was thinking a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Face tattoo. <laughs> 100 bucks. No tattoo. No tattoo. I don't think there's a lot of confidence coming from the other side of the table here. Well, it's not that. I'm. <laughs> I have no problem. I don't know what kind of scheme you're cooking up over there. You can get any tattoo. tattoo you want. Of course, I'm not going to pick your tattoo. Oh, so it's we're not like an embarrassment. We're not tattoo. savages. No. Yeah. Well, I want a tattoo. So that. Well, this will give you an excuse to get one. Okay. So you mean the person that loses has the tattoo, or? Let's like, do the. Let's do the. Well. We can hash out the finer details, but yes, I'm in for the challenge. The challenge has been posed and accepted in a gentlemanly fashion. Yep. All right. So, total number of 18s in 2021. 18s uh, are over. Yeah. I don't think we should do... I was thinking about bonus points for like... Tw- I, let's just make it real simple. Just an 18 counts the same as a 20. Yep. Okay. Yep. Total fish over 18. And keep your own honor system. Um, okay. So you know, and they've got to, you have to have a picture on the on a board, right? I I don't even think we need that. I just think it's an honor system. I think you do need to measure it like you need reliably. To it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I, but I don't need a picture of your eighteen. Well, I mean, I don't need it either. But yeah, you know, I'm just establishing I mean, the ground rules. Uh, and by eighteen, we're we're gonna go. Uh, we're going to go with loose measuring rules here so mouth can be open. Gotcha. You can move the tail around, whatever. But it has to touch 18 and it, be touching the front a of the pleasure board. pleasure fishing 18. 
Yeah. No. Yeah, I got you. All right. Well, the, the challenge has been posed. The challenge has been accepted. Uh, your terms are agreeable. All right. So, so are we going with the 1.1 or do we still want to hash that out? I mean, I think 1.1 is a little, you know, 1.25 I think is fair. But 1.25? We did. I said 1.2. I mean, I think every four fish, every four. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's. I think you should just. I think you catch on average about 20% more fish than me with conventional gear, right? I would say it's more than 10%. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, no, I don't. Because, I mean, most of the time when we go fishing during the the bulk of the season, you keep up with me. Yeah. I think there are certain times where you can't. And that's where the percentages come in, i.e. muddy water. Muddy water is tough, yeah. Muddy water, you have a trouble keeping up. I don't think that's 20% of the time, though. I think that's probably... This year, if the challenge has been posed... The challenge has been accepted. We'll uh, see. We'll, we'll, if if the if the water's muddy, I'm going to just take conventional I, gear out. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So you do have the choice of that, obviously. Yeah, but so I don't want to. Disc- fine. Let's do it. I don't want to discourage you from doing your fly thing because that's kind of part of the allure. Of the challenge is the fact that you're. How about we put it up to the listeners of the podcast? Yeah. The ratio. See what they think. Let's see what these wet boys can put together <laughs> in terms of in regarding the terms of our of our bet. Yeah. Let's see what they think. Let's see if anybody's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's doubtful. What how long have we been going here? Oh, we're hour and twelve in. Are we? You know, I was thinking maybe we should watch uh maybe we should another segment we could do is watch like a fishing show or fishing videos. Like well, we talked about this before, like Mr. or is it Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. Yeah. I Well, I have that big screen at my house. I was wanting to watch that uh, sh- that DVD you got last year, and we never did. Oh, that's a pretty good one. We could also watch, there's a new episode of the uh, Short Bus Diaries tonight. It's pretty good. Have you watched that? No, but I'm... It, they're a bunch of trout guys, so you probably would hate it. Gay. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, man, I think that this one's probably reached its natural end. What do you think? Yeah, that's, I'm I'm good with it. Any so. new any new items in your box? Oh, so we already did the beer review nineteen eighteen point seven five. Any new items in your box? I don't think so, man. I haven't really bought any fishing stuff lately. Yeah, me either. I oh, actually, some... no, that's not true. I bought a new fly rod. Nice. Yeah. The like one, not the crappy one. You got like a nice one. It's like a middle of the road. So I, I broke some rods from G Loomis, uh, both broke that five weight and that six weight. So I sent them in, they have like what's called an expediter program, which is supposed to be, you know, you send them a little bit more money, but they're supposed to send you a new rod with ship with a label. And then you send your broken rod back. So I did that. Unfortunately, the two rods that I broke are on back order until like at least January. So so, so I've only got like one fly rod right now. So I went, you know, I've got a, well, I've got a seven weight and I've got a glass five weight. So I went to the fly shop last week or it was the, it was the day before we went on our, on got, our trip. Was it so the Echo or two the, weeks ago. Yeah. The Echo. Echo yeah. Echo boost, I think is the name of it. Hmm. So it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a good rod. And then I bought some, uh, I bought some fly tying stuff, you know, getting back into the fly tying thing. So. 
Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Sounds good, dude. Well, it was nice hanging, nice talking, and for we'll, sure. uh, we'll get one out here in a couple weeks. So. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter. <laughs>